welcome to another episode of the Good Guys Podcast. My name is Brandon Newton. I'm a happily married man and a humble father of four. And as always, I am joined by none other than the Honorable, the Reverend, Slim Rap, Joshua Evans. Hashtag still Slim Rep. Still slim. Hashtag still slim. Hashtag slim rev. I don't think it's really caught on, man. I haven't seen anyone call you slim rev. Man, that's plenty of people calling me slim rev, bro. You just, you just ignoring. I'm just observing. That's all. I haven't seen anyone call you nah. slim rev, so I don't think it's really. Hey, for those who's watching the podcast right now, flood the comments with slim rev. Let the let BD know. Let the haters know that slimness okay. is a movement. It's not the movement at all, whatsoever. It's the last episode, and as I'm sure everyone here has noticed, that I am in a different background. Um, I am not in my normal recording location because my normal recording location is packed up and in a moving truck halfway across the country. So I'm sitting in a room with no furniture on the hard floor, and it is going to be a very pairing, uh, painful experience. But I'm here for you guys. All right, so if you haven't done so, already hit the subscribe button okay hit the bell so you get the post notifications all right as you if you enjoy the comment uh, comment content like comment and tell your friends about it share it all right hit us up on instagram we've got an instagram page as well all right help us grow here at the good guys podcast all right but with that said we're going to go ahead and get into today's episode we've got a good one josh are you ready Man, I'm born ready. I'm ready for this, man. All right. So we're going to start, as we usually do, with the weekly airing of grievances. And today's airing of grievance comes from uh, an experience that happens all too often in the life of, I think, all married men from time to time. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to uh, grocery shopping right i think more than more often than not i think we we tend to let our wives handle that yeah because we're we're pretty simple creatures you know like the, the things that we want are pretty simple straightforward to the point but you know women on the other hand they have very specific things that they want from the grocery store uh because you know i mean they're 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 the ceo of you know the home front like they make sure that everything's running smoothly in the house and they have specific items that they need to accomplish those tasks mm-hmm. i have no problem with that no problem 100 percent fine with it because i don't want to handle the minute details of you know what's going on in the house i'll leave that to my wife but sometimes your wife might be, you know, busy doing something else. She's handling mm-hmm. the kids. She's cleaning the house. You know, she's just <clears throat> busting her behind, you know, taking care of other things. And she needs you to run to the store. Maybe you're coming home from work, you know, and she's already at the house and she needs you to pick up something. And I don't have a problem with that either. What I do have a problem with is when you have complicated requests when you ask mm-hmm. me to go to the grocery store. Okay, it's the worst. If you need me to go to the store, you need to be asking me to get like 
uh, get some eggs, okay? I can handle that. I know where the eggs are. I can follow the signs, you know, the dairy section. I can get the eggs, okay? If you need a loaf of bread, I can probably do that. I think I That's can light handle work. that. That's you light know what work I mean? right there. That's easy. I need a pound of ground beef, okay? I might get a little confused there because you might have a specific, you know, there's there's the 90%, 90-10%, and then you've got the 85 to 15 I don't know, okay? Maybe specify that so I don't get confused, and we're cool, okay? But when you start asking for, you know, grass-fed beef, you know, I need the grass-fed. Look, there's nothing wrong with it, but I'm I'm getting confused at this point. Okay. Oh, oh. grass-fed beef. I don't really <clears throat> even like to think about you know the fact that the, the, the beef the, the cows are eating grass. You know that I'm about to eat in this burger. I don't want any, and I don't want to think about grass when I'm thinking about eating a burger. Okay. If you're asking me for you know organic cauliflower rice or something, I don't know where that's at. I don't even know what that is. I thought rice was a grain. Okay, I didn't know it had anything to do with cauliflower. You want me to get some chia seed pudding? You know? What? The only pudding I know is the kind that Bill Cosby used to eat back in the day. That didn't sound good. The only pudding I know... (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. I'm going to let you take this one. Continue. That's on you, bro. (laughs) I'm going to just go ahead and let you close this one out. (laughs) I'm not airing anything close to that. If it's not chocolate pudding with the little vanilla swirl in the middle, that's all I got. <clears throat> Those was nasty, bro. What? You didn't like pudding back in the day? No, I didn't like pudding, man. That's because you didn't have the Only... bread. You probably had the... I know I had the store. I, I was so poor, they made great value because of me. Because of our family. Because <laughs> of people like me. Man, nobody had no Jello. Everything was store brand for us. All I'm saying is, ladies, if you're going to send your man to the grocery store, don't send him and ask him for complicated stuff. Just something simple, okay? If you need some eggs, you need some, you know, uh, some some tissues, some paper towels or something like that. And even that sometimes gets complicated because they want certain brands. So just probably don't send your husband to the grocery store, okay? Just don't do it. We get confused. It's a big store. There's lots of things there. Okay. Yeah, and plus, and plus, we don't do that for the family. So it's like I don't. And then about time we bring it home, we're the ones responsible for taking it back because y'all gonna look at us and be like, "This is not what even what I wanted." It's gonna end up in an argument every time because you're gonna be like, "Babe, this is not what I asked you to get. It is what I asked you to get." You asked, and me you to get know some we're eggs. gonna if you send us to get name brand stuff, especially, don't send us because we're gonna get the cheapest brand. We're going to that get toilet tissue is gonna cut you. Every time. It will not be double ply. No. It will be single ply. It will be transparent. <laughs> <laughs> that toilet paper will be transparent. Hey, babe. Guess what I brought home? This should last us. <laughs> this was only 89 cents, babe. She wanted... It'd be, it'd be so funny, but <laughs> She'd be wanting, like, the 12 count. I'd be seeing those little single rolls for, like... <laughs> I'm like, man, I know the Walmart brand is like the four ones and it don't last but like a day and a half, but come on. It was a dollar and something. That's all I man, saw. When I, be look- when, I'm- when I be looking at them double plies, I'm like, eight, nine, ten dollars for Ooh, some toilet tissue? No. So it's- this is where my hard-earned money's going to get? 
right down the toilet. Literally. <laughs> if I'm going to send anything down the toilet, it's going to be discounted. <laughs> it's going to be a budget. Exactly. I'm, I'm expensive toilet t- tissue going down the toilet? No, we're going to wipe our behinds with leaves. Wipe our behind with that one ply. That one, you better make that one ply work. Make, listen, you know. If you have specific needs that you want from that grocery store, don't send me. I'm getting the cheap. I'm not even looking at the, the 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 what's on the box. I'm not looking, you know, if it looks appetizing on the picture that they have on the box or not. All I'm looking at is the price. Okay. And we initiate the argument right there. Like, what we be paying? You you pay how much for toilet tissue? Well, you know how much that is a month breakdown of how much <laughs> it would have cost for what you want <clears throat> versus what I actually got. Okay, that I good saved podcast. us seven dollars and twenty three cents. Okay, I think it's a win here. I think I think we're winning. Yes, these mashed potatoes w- may taste like you know liquid cardboard, but twenty three cents we saved. Except for me, man. One thing about me, my wife is on the flip side of this conversation because I'm always asking for grass-fed, free-range chicken, eggs. Free-range? What does that even mean? What does that even mean? That means the chickens are not caged, man. They're set free. They're free to roam. Huh? What, What does that have to do with the taste of the chicken? Because they are in their organic environment. They're able to do what they're supposed to. You don't want no animal that's caged. Do, do you not know that when the body is tensed up, there's toxins that go into the muscles? That's why they say the cows that are massaged and allowed to die regularly taste better than cows that were brutally murdered. You didn't know that, so, did you? So you're telling me that if a cow is brutally murdered versus massaged and eased and coaxed into a false sense of security and then brutally killed either way you i mean i don't see any other way to kill other than brutal i mean any killing is going to be brutal hey let them die i'm I'm just saying bro you know even the bible says take care of your animals man if you take care of the animals man they'll take care of you you are what you eat you know what so that's why i like my chicken able to roam i want to know that hey man my chicken was out there just living his best life man ain't going back and forth with these chicklets until they ripped his head off and he got put on your plate. But he lived a great life, though. He was free. Wow. Okay. Ladies, don't knock if, it. Don't knock it until you do the research, bro. Okay. Well, if you have a, a slim riff uh, for a husband, <laughs> send him to the grocery hey, store. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. If you have a regular man. Whoa! Whoa! Listen, listen, ladies, ladies. What you want? You want a man that's gonna be there for your great grands, <laughs> or you want a man that dies off on you by forty-seven? Which one do you want? Which one do you want? So I, you rather, you rather be with a man that says, "Can we get that grass-fed? Can we get that ninety-five five percent grass-fed beef? Can we get salmon? Can we do like what I'm on right now? Is those sardines?" You know, can I get that a uh, wild black rice? Can I get that quinoa? You know what I'm wow. saying? You know all these. Like you're I'm I'm on that quinoa now. I'm doing quinoa bowls, man. You know what I'm saying? L- listen, man. 
I want this podcast to last a long time. <laughs> I don't want this thing to BD dies off. <laughs> I'm like, BD was a good man for this podcast. But you're in the army, so the army compensates. BD but when you're not in the miles a day, so you know, that's what I'm saying. But, when, but what's what's gonna what's gonna happen when you, you're not gonna be in the army forever? Truth be told, I, I eat fairly healthy during the week. It's only during the, on the weekends. I even I, cheat healthy, man. Okay. Well, I don't cheat healthy. When I cheat, I cheat. But, I mean, I'm y'all messed me up, man. For the last four days, five days, I've been to Chick Fil A four times. We got them. We got them, good guy, no, fam. No, I'm I'm done. We One thing about em. me, if I taste the seed that is good, I'm going to wear it out. <laughs> you ain't never lied, because I remember I introduced you to Bobby O's. <laughs> Man, I, and Bobby O's is 45 minutes from my house. Right, like I'm on the whole nother side of town. You be hitting me up. Hey, man, I'm in your hood. Like, oh, why are you over here again? Passing <laughs> yeah. you by. Passing yeah, right. over. Right, not, <laughs> not even coming by the crib. <laughs> like, not nope. even coming to say hey to the kids. Like, just going straight <clears throat> to Bobbio's. Straight to Bobbio's until Bobbio's burnt me twice. See, if you mess me up, that's, what's one, that's, what's, that's what bothers me about hole in the walls, man. That's, this is my Aaron Grievance, man. Okay. Listen, man. Listen, listen. Don't, don't, like, like, come on, man. Like, don't mess up the stomach. Like, we loyal. I'm a loyalist when it comes to food. You mess me up once, okay. It depends on what kind of mess up it was. If I'm, if I'm drastically sick, I ain't going back. <laughs> Bobby O's burnt me twice, man. I said, bro, dude, y'all owe me gas money, bro. Wow. I haven't been to Bobby O since, bro. And people's, I was, I, remember that time? I was inviting like 10, 15 people to pop to Bobby O's. I was bringing y'all business. Dang. Until y'all gave my stomach the business. <clears throat> mm. And I and I took time away from my business, sitting down. Thank God my wife had two plot. No, that was before we was getting married. I was dealing with one plot. <laughs> I was a single man. <laughs> Man, restaurants, man, come on, man. That's why I don't even like eating out much, man. I don't think I don't think these people care much about the food they're making. I think they care more about the money they're making, bro. Food ain't like it. True. Food ain't like it always used to be, man. Food ain't out here. Food ain't they 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 don't care, man. True. Anyway. True, true. true. Anyway, there was my grievances. My wife sent me to the grocery store. She asked me for a lot of things, and I had no idea. I'm going all around the store trying to find what in the world she was talking about. I tell my wife, hey. Failure as a husband. I said, man, if you need something to store, send me pictures. There you go. Send me pictures. Send me exactly. Go to Google. Send me copy. You save the image. Send it to me. Send me me your list in pictures. Don't send me your list in words. Send me your list in pictures so I can get exactly what you want. There you go. And please, please, well, one thing about ladies sometimes, their list their list requires you to go to two to three different stores sometimes. That's too much work. I'm like, one-stop shop, man. That's it. So, but yes, yeah, send me a picture. I can go to the nearest uh, uh, store associate, show them the photo. <laughs> uh, my I got good this? sir, could you please direct me towards wherever this is? Thank you, sir. That's Appreciate you. You married, sir? Yeah, you know the feeling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wife sent you to the store. You don't know what the heck she's talking about. Man, they, them, yeah. them, it's so funny, man. As soon as I walk in the store, I come to a standstill. I'm looking at the signs up top. <laughs> right, I'm like. And it, and it, and it never fails. An associate 
<laughs> an associate comes to me, hey, your wife sent you. <laughs> your wife. Right. I'm like, bro, I know what I want. I know, I know the aisle by instinct for what I want. Exactly. What y'all be one, I gotta look at. I gotta read the. And I still can't see it. Nope. <laughs> I was like, where's, where's this seasoning? Where's this? Anyway. All right. Oh, excuse me. Hmm. This room's got me tired. All right. So we're going to go ahead and get into the main topic of the day. We've got a good one. <clears throat> so we're going to go ahead and discuss uh, here at the Good Guys Podcast. We take pride in kind of giving people an inside view into the mind of a man. Inside view. Who's handling his responsibilities, who's doing what they're supposed to be doing, who's faithful, loyal, and takes care of his wife and family, right? We can't speak for, you know, men who are out there running the streets. We can't speak for, you know, men who are out here, you know, living a whole completely different type of life. We're speaking for the men of God. So we're giving you an inside perspective on the mind and how we think, right? So what we want to do today is we're going to talk about, I think, Josh, I don't know how many points you have, but we're going to talk about some of the things that, women should know about a man a man men about men there you go we'll come up with Let's a better get... title than that i probably didn't yeah say we'll... it, but we'll, yeah we'll, we'll work you. it we'll work that out gotcha all right josh i'm gonna let you go ahead and get it started and we're gonna, <clears throat> we're gonna get this thing going yeah man so basically while i was doing a facebook not a facebook live but a youtube live this week a young lady posed a very important question she said to me and i'm paraphrasing she said i'm a single woman who grew up without a father or a man around and i don't know much about what a man needs and she alluded that how can i prepare for a man i don't know mm. so i said i could do this for the coach josh page or i can i could chop it up with my homie bd and really introduce this through the good guys platform to help right. single women or women at large better understand men because a lot of women grew up without a good example of a man. They did not have a, a clear eye view of the engagements between a good man and a good woman, a good mom, a good dad. Um, a lot of you ladies have, but but there could be some things that, that could broaden your understanding or deepen it. To better understand what it what it means to be a man so that you can prepare accordingly and adjust accordingly. Prepare accordingly is for the single ladies. Adjust accordingly is for the married ladies. So the good guys here, we're here to give you just a few points. It's not even all of them. We just have about 13 or 14 things. <laughs> just um, 13. <laughs> minor notes here. <laughs> Via my notes, about 13, 14 things that'll help you better understand men let's start with number one number one bd and we'll i'll give you time to chime in so we'll go through these delicately but thoroughly so that we can expound and give wisdom and insight to every lady and every man who says hey i what traits do i need to have or better understand about myself okay number one men thrive off of respect support and the desire of being needed. Mm. We thrive 
Now, we're talking about good guys. We know we're talking about God-fearing men. You know, God-fearing men, we thrive off of respect. We thrive off of honor. We thrive off of appreciation. We thrive off of support. What, that, what this means, basically, is that we, we thrive off of y'all's energy. The energy you give determines the energy we give. If, if, if we're a good, solid man, and, and, and a lot of ladies grew up in disrespectful, dysfunctional homes. Not a lot of women, but some women. That they were around moms, aunts who really cast out uh, 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 disrespectful ideologies about men or these 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 attitudes that are out there that when it comes to a man, we thrive off of respect. If we feel the slightest that you don't respect us or support us or don't need us, what's the point of even marrying us? And I think a lot of ladies are being brought up under a, a society that's so feministic that that there's no need for a man. So if there's no need for a man, then there's no respect for a man. If there's no need or respect for a man, how can you support a man? So when it comes to becoming a God-fearing woman who desires a God-fearing man, there has to be some reverence of the man's position. Not only his position in the home, but his position to the father. When you understand that he's a son of God, that he's that he's a, a, a converted believer and son and follower of God, then, then there should be some fruit there that this man is really contributing to the relationship, spiritual support, uh, full support, holistic support. And that I not only respect him because of him, I respect the position, I respect the office. And I also respect who he is in the home as a leader. And when a man feels supported and able to lead and he feels like he can make decisions and he feels support. We're talking about a wise, solid man. When that man feels, oh, you respect my views, my, my point of view. There's no attitude. There's no uh, no animosity. There's no argumentativeness. Argumentativeness. You see what I'm saying? Sometimes you just got to just let the word fly and just keep going. If a man feels supported, if a man feels respected, if the man feels needed, he thrives off of that. And a lot of ladies, they're living like they don't need no man. They wonder why they don't have a man. You have what you don't need. That's a good point. And that's an important point to, to keep in mind. Because the thing about it is we as men have that desire and have that you know need to feel needed. But we as men aren't really good at expressing you know how we're feeling and what we need <clears throat> so you know you might be you know on your you know independent uh independent game you know bringing in you know the, the the good income you got your stuff together you can go you know work your nine to five come home cook a good dinner you know you handle on the bills and everything like that and that's all fine and dandy but then you wonder, you know, you find you end up, you know, your relationship doesn't work out a couple months later. And you're like, well, what happened? And he never said anything. He couldn't really, you know, wasn't really any particular reason that he said that might be, you know, what it is. Like we as men, we need to feel needed. Now, you know, look, there's responsibility on the man as well. Like you can't just be a no good, you know, and, and again, That's right. talking about men who are godly men who are handling their responsibilities who have something to bring to the table as well who have their own purpose their own uh skills and, and, and gifts that they're bringing to the table as well so if your man <coughs> has that then yes you guys need to be working together but he needs to feel that you you know that you need him you know so 
And I mean, ultimately you do. Like, God gave men and women different roles for a reason. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes there's women that can do some things that, you know, a man could bring to the table well as well. But that doesn't mean it's the most ideal, you know, situation for you. Just because you can, you know, bring home the same amount that you know your uh, significant other can just because you can maybe you grew up you know and your dad taught you how to you know change a tire and change the oil you know just because you can do all those things maybe you should let him do it you know i mean just because you can always even cook better than him maybe maybe he likes to cook you know so Mm -hmm. you kind of have to see what kind of things like he's if he's trying to do certain things and you're jumping in, you're saying, oh, I got that, babe. I can do that better than you. Like, you know, that's not going to be an ideal situation. Like, he feel, he needs to feel that he's needed. Even if some things you might be better than him at. Like, you might have to, it's give and take, you know. You might have to sacrifice just be like, all right, babe, I'm going to let you do that. Because he needs to feel important and valued in that relationship as well. Yeah, and there's two things I want to add to that, BD, is that, number one, it's like there's nothing wrong, ladies, you knowing how to do what you need to do to survive and thrive as a single woman. But some of those things you just put to the side when you got a man that's willing and able. That's two different things. That's two things, willing and able. <laughs> there's a lot of men who's willing but not able, okay? <laughs> but, but, but a man has to be willing and able to do what you no longer have to do anymore. And secondly... A lot of ladies have to understand that you have to allow the Holy Spirit to change your mindset and to change the way you see things. Because sometimes you, if you grew up in an environment where there was no respect, there's no example of support, and there was no example of these different things, you're going to think accordingly. You only recognize what you experience. The Holy Spirit will help you recognize supernaturally how to navigate and play by play moment by moment become that woman that that gives respect and support and and make a man feel needed even like that's the thing about the holy spirit he'll help you what you he'll help you with the things that you may never experienced because there's a lot of women that's going to be like hey Josh I just got married I didn't experience the holy spirit is there to help you better understand and give you the insights you need and the good thing is communicate with your husband Say, say, husband, you know, big daddy, you know, boo-boo, bae, you see what I'm saying? Whatever you want to call him, you, you you know what to call your man to make your man be like, what's up, girl? What's up? What you need? You and to ask him, say, show me. Show me how to serve. Woo-hoo! You a good man. You take care of the bills. I respect you. I respect the king in you. Because, ladies, you either going to draw one of one thing out of a man. Either going to draw the boy out of a man. You're going to draw the king out of a man. So you go out there and you encourage that king and say, man, I respect you. I love you. But, babe, I want to serve you better. Show me how to tailor my love to you. Woo-hoo! Y'all lucky ain't no R&B singer. I'll tailor my love to you. I'll tailor my love to you. That's a worship song. Hold on. That's, that's definitely no, that's no, there's no, there's no uh, baseline in that one. Anyway, nope. <clears throat> number two, ladies, we communicate differently. Mm. We communicate differently. Secondly to that, we can't read minds. One thing about y'all, boy, there's more to the there's more to the story than y'all tell us. <laughs> and there'll be times where yeah, because ladies, man, we understand that in some of, in some of the circles that you are surrounded in. You're used to that type of communication. Men, we don't we are very specific. A, B, C. 
there's some extra letters y'all throw in there. There's some extra. That's a that's a whole other language with you all. And so when you understand that a man communicates differently, you'll understand, and I'll give you an example. If a man asks you a specific question, he's looking for a specific answer. He, at that moment, does not care about anything that surrounds that specific question. So if a man says, what's for dinner? Don't tell us everything that surrounds dinner. Give mm-hmm. us the specific answer and then we'll entertain what surrounded dinner. What often happens sometimes the man gets frustrated and you're like, well, I'm getting there. No, we need you to get there. No, no, I don't. I don't I, like right now. Like I worked a long day. You know, I need to know this is when, when it comes to food. It's life or death to us. Do I need to stop? Because I rather know what I'm getting myself into so I don't be irritable with you. <laughs> then for me to come home and you like you want you got your legs crossed on the phone talking to your family or somebody and we're like so what happened i could have been stopped the bojangles i could have went the whole food so so what i'm saying is is that there's on both sides there have to be sacrifices in conversation but when you understand that a man is very specific and a man is on the table, what you give us is what we're going to give you. What you put on the table is what we're going to give back. There cannot be, I'm going to give you, you You told me what you wanted, and then there's some extra stuff that you didn't communicate with us, and then when we give you exactly what you tell us, there's this expectation of reading your mind. We cannot read what's not written. You see what I'm saying? And so, but that's also for us as men, that once you do give us the answer, then we have the patience and the empathy, not, not empathy, the patience to listen to what surrounds with our answered question. Answer the question first, then we'll listen to what surrounds that question or answer. But know that men communicate differently. We are very specific, very direct. We don't we don't go around in circles. We don't read in between lines. You got to tell us everything that you want and don't expect us to do something that you never communicated. Cuz what happens is you're going to be like, "Well, you should have known, but you should know that I'm not a woman." You should know that I don't think, communicate, talk like you. So if you told me this is what you want from the relationship, but there was more stuff to it and you didn't get that, that's on you. And some ladies die from the disappointments of their false or uncommunicated expectations. You're upset because you didn't communicate your expectations. We're talking about if you clearly communicate it. And ladies, that's how that's just how we are. We communicate, we receive information differently. We pro- we have a different Intel processor than y'all do, okay? So that's mm-hmm. it for that one, BD. Yeah, uh, just to piggyback off that, like big difference from how men communicate and how women communicate. Like <clears throat> whenever, like I'll tell um, I'll tell my wife something you know that's going on you know with you, Je, and she'll like ask like five or six follow up questions about details about it, and, and I'm just like. I guess I didn't think to ask that, babe. I, <laughs> our conversations, our Very conversations sur- are pretty surface level. Uh, surface. <laughs> I went to the. You're yeah, right. Uh, he told me that he, you know, he went to the gym. Uh, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. So know, what color was his shorts? You know what I mean? Like I know that he went to the gym. I know that he played basketball. I do not know what color shorts he wore. Don't know if he met, uh, talked to the attendant on the way in, and struck up a conversation. <laughs> I, I don't know. Okay, I didn't ask those questions. Those are those are the oh. questions, babe. Those are the questions. I didn't ask them though. Um, but yeah, like we're we're very direct. We're straight to the point. 
like any conversation that we have like normally there's like a, a direct like outcome that we are looking to achieve in that conversation yeah so you know, and that's all we're really interested in is men and women <clears throat> um you know are very interested in the details and you know the context behind it and things like that and there's nothing wrong with that and there's nothing wrong with the way that we communicate i think there's kind of like a good balance that's right that's in between right. i think we're probably on one end of the spectrum women are completely on the other end but i think you gotta have to kind of come together like women you have to understand look i can't i, I i'm not going to tell him every single detail about my day like you know what i mean like they didn't have any paper towels in the bathroom when i went to the bathroom and i had to you know wipe my hands on my pants and then i walked out and then my boss like look i i, I don't care about all that like we really don't we just don't you know and and, yeah. and we'll try to do a good job and we'll try to act like we care you know <laughs> when you get married for a while you master the art of just kind oh of it's an art at, oh the eyes the facial expressions mm-hmm what really wow. words what? we already got words we already got place words that's already in cadence we're at living y'all's we are living y'all's verse right. See, as, as yeah. you get to know as you get to know uh-huh. a woman you know you get to know her cadence and how she speaks and you know her different voice inflections you just know which choice words to throw in you, you know, know. In certain inflections oh i told you she crazy i told she crazy that's my mom we talking about oh <laughs> you gotta be careful. That's when, that then that's when now, and also as a man, we know how we know when to listen. When our name pops up, when, uh, when any that's female when, name pops up, that's when the spider senses get. We we listen closely. Oh, oh, I'm in trouble. Okay, I'm back out. Okay, back out. <laughs> we be like this. Uh, oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. Oh, am I in trouble? <laughs> this is key information. I need to know for later purposes. Right. Okay, okay, now we have. So, and also, like, yeah, go ahead, BD, go ahead. So I'm just saying, like, you know, that's one thing to know about a man, so you have to kind of tailor the way. And like I said, that works both ways. Um, they might not want to know every single detail about what you're talking about, but vice versa. You know, like, as men, we have to, you know, put some effort in our end as well to give a little For bit sure. more detail, you know? Yeah. Sometimes we just want to talk straight to the point, like we're talking to... You know, our fellows or our co-workers or, you know, our subordinates at work or something like that. I can't talk to my wife like that. Like, I might want her to, you know, do something like, hey, babe, can you pay the uh, can you pay the telephone bill? Make sure that gets paid. Like, you can't <coughs> just say that and bark, you know, because it comes off like an order. Exactly. And, you know, she's That's feeling right. like, you know, like you're just talking down to me and you're just giving me orders. Like, we're supposed to be a loving relationship. I have to throw a little tenderness on there. Hey, babe, you know. Oh, girl, Whew, you're looking good today, boy. I see you out here. This meal that you just cooked, you put your foot in this right here. Hey, yo, the light bill uh, <laughs> needs to get paid. And so, you know, I mean, I would do it, but, you know, I'm I'm enjoying this meal that you just cooked for me. If you could knock that out, though, <laughs> you know what start, I mean? Then she walks away like this, see? you like, she the boss, you know what I mean? So... It's just communication. We communicate differently uh, from females, but like I said, there's work on both ends uh, to, to make sure that you're communicating properly. And communication takes work. The number one killer of all relationships is commi- a, a lack of or poor communication. Women are detailed. Men want desired outcomes, but we both need divine support to find the balance. 
Women want details. Men have desired outcomes. So we're communicating with a desired outcome in mind. Women communicate with mm -hmm. details. But it's the divine involvement of God that brings the balance that helps us sacrifice in our communications. Because when you care about a person, you care about your communication with that person. You also know how to adjust. Oh, that did come off. The tone was different. Oh, my body language counts. And that, and that all plays a part. And when you have that clear communication about communication, your communication can develop. Number three. <clears throat> what is another, what's another point that women need to know about men? We need time alone. Mm. We need space. And our time alone, our space is not indicative of you. I think what happens with a lot of ladies is they get offended when we don't want to be around them. And it doesn't, we, it's not that we don't want to be around you. It's just that we need, we love ourselves. We need that time to process, to vent. And I think sometimes ladies do not understand just how pulled on we are. That we're so used to the commands. We're so used to being told, told to do this, do that. We got obligations at work. <clears throat> we got obligations with God. We got obligations with you. And that about time we get to that sixth day of being used and pulled on all week. If you do not give us a handful of hours, if not a half a day or if not a day to really just. Then you're going to have a frustrated, irritable uh, a man you balance brings out the best of both people and when you understand that yo my man really does do a lot and if i see that he really wants to go for a drive or that he really wants to go to the store by himself let me not get in my feelings let me not get upset because i know that he was with me he was involved he was engaging he was doing things that caught him off guard that wasn't according to his schedule and since i'm aware of that and not just aware of myself when that man needs that time alone i'ma leave him alone the best if you want the best out of your man let the man be at rest the man will come find you and you want a man to you don't want a man to come to you irritable you want him to come to you rested so what do men need we need that periodic weekly moment of time to be alone and space away from you we just need a we need a space to stretch our minds stretch our bodies and to get ourselves ready for next week's load of 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 assignments etc this is a pro tip, okay? Like this is, we should be charging for this, okay? If you've got a man, you've got a good man, got a man of God, give him time to himself. Like you should almost like plan it and schedule it. The reason I say it is because <clears throat> the more time that you, you know, give a man and you that, that, that away from you, right? And that's like, you know, make yourself like seem like you're busy. Like, yeah, hey, babe, I got to go handle some business. You know, you just know. separate yourself from him for a certain amount of time every week. I'm telling you, he will be chasing after you. The more time that you spend away, I'm not saying don't spend time with your, your, your man. What I'm saying is like, don't, I know you're, sometimes your inclination can be, I want to be up under my man like as much as possible. Like I love him. He's awesome. You know, I think we should spend as much time together as possible. I'm telling you, 
that's cool. Nothing wrong with feeling that way. Make yourself spend some time away from him. Make yourself have something to do. Hey, I got to go hang out. You know, I'm going to go over to my mom's house, you know, for a few hours. Hey, I'm going to go, you know, to the bookstore and read a little bit on, you know, this business that I'm trying to start. Like, be busy. Like, have stuff to do. And I'm telling you, he will be chasing after you because he's going to get that time. He's like, oh, bet. I got some time to myself. I'm going to chill. I'm going to relax. Cool, cool, cool. And we want that time. But we don't want it all the time. Exactly. We want to be around y'all too. So after you done gave us like an hour or so, we're going to be calling like, hey, babe, where you at? Like, what's going on? You know, it never it, fails. I'm telling you, do it. It'll work. And, I'm, and, like, and, and, and we're not talking about a man that always wants to be up under you. We're talking about a man that's just, just putting in work. That man needs that time away from you just to, you got to give him something to remember. You gotta give him something that be like, you know what? Where my where my lady at? You gotta let him miss you sometimes. Yeah. It and so that's wonders, man. It works wonders because we don't need that much time, but the type the, the type of woman you are will determine how much time we take. If you a nagger, if you get on our nerves, we're gonna take about a good two or three days. <laughs> but if you a good that's woman a and Well, I'm just joking. That's hyperbole. But what I'm saying know. is is that when you when you know you're a solid woman of God and you know you're a good woman and you know, yeah, I was kind of around him a lot this week. I did, I did make him carry a bunch of stuff this week. Mm-hmm. Take a log of all the stuff you made your man do. <laughs> so that at the end of the week, you can be like, oh, I did make him do a lot this week. And he had a smile on his face. Even though he did look like he was act- kicking the tires when he was outside. <laughs> <laughs> But but he he came back in the house and did it with a joy and a smile on his heart on his face. So we need space because there's a lot that we have to get out of the space of our minds to make more space for the next week's troubles. Anything else you want on that, BD? Not too much. I mean, hey, it's good for you know it, it's good for the ladies too to get some space. Yeah, hey, spend some time talk to God. I mean, everybody needs space. You everybody know? needs space. So. I can't imagine y'all wanting to be... I don't know why y'all would want to be around us all the time. But, I mean, you know... We don't really I, offer I, I much. Like... We don't. We don't offer much communication. We don't really... It's most Especially me, I grew up as an only child. You grew up as an only boy. So, it's like... It's mostly silent. <laughs> it's mostly quiet. <laughs> At least around me. Anyway, number four. We may have to do part two to this, bro. Because I got a lot, bro. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna make it through. My butt's yeah. hurting really bad. Yeah, I yeah, I gotta, I gotta make sure we hard. think about BD <laughs> and his buns. <laughs> I'm so four. uncomfortable right now. <laughs> so uncomfortable right now. And there's nothing, there's nothing worse than being a man sitting on the floor. Okay, there's, there's nothing worse. I'm like, bruh, you muscles you didn't know you had hurts, bruh. Right. I'm like, we not built like you ladies. We don't. Get- <laughs> We don't, don't got no. We there, don't man. got all that cushion down there, man. There's nothing but it's a I'm, little. I'm, I'm bone bone to floor right now. <laughs> bone to floor, lean Tail meat down there. We floor. got we got lean meat. You know what I'm saying? And we sit down, bro. We be like, man, y'all could just sit on the floor. Yeah, girl. Yeah, I'll just sit on the floor. I'm like, cause right. y'all get God blessed y'all with hips. Cause he right. know you. He knew y'all need those hips. We don't have hips. And if your man got hips, bro, tell him to get it. Stop doing leg day. Stop doing anyway. Mm-hmm. Number four. We need grace to grow. 
Mm, that's a good one. The second point to this, the second part is we don't like the pressures of unrealistic expectations. What I mean by that is a good man usually find his feet in unfamiliar territories. But if you have expectation for that territory and he's unfamiliar about that territory and you pressure him about your expectations there, that man's going to feel overwhelmed. <clears throat> what I mean by that is give him grace to grow. He's going to make mistakes. The problem with a lot of ladies is they grow up with all these unrealistic expectations that they re that they receive from people with no experience. Or if they do have experience, it was a bad experience. So now they have indoctrinated a lot of young women to have unrealistic expectations about a man in marriage. And then when they get to that, we, we could tell by the way y'all do act on y'all wedding day. We could tell how y'all act the first few weeks or months in marriage. All these, all these childlike childhood fantasies, childhood expectations. It's on both sides. Women too, men too. I mean, <clears throat> but these unrealistic expectations on a man that's never been there before. You gotta give us grace, give us cushion because we didn't dream of this day, like y'all dreamed of this day. Y'all planned for marriage since y'all was able to talk. Y'all had y'all colors picked out. Y'all already knew who was going to be in and out y'all wedding. Y'all done cut Susie out because you she's tripping. You cut her out your wedding. We pick, we pick our homeboys for our wedding like two months before we even know we're going to get engaged. Most of our decisions about marriage is moment to moment. <laughs> Y'all's were moments ago, many, many years ago. So what I mean by that is there's nothing wrong with realistic expectations. But give that man grace to grow to them. We're not talking about the basic stuff like your expectations to provide. That's, we're not talking about those expectations. We're talking about over the top like trips and spending and and the type of lifestyle you want. That man just became a man. We don't like he, he you know, he's he's not he's not balling like an NBA all star. You know what I'm saying? There shouldn't be no expectation for him to get two cars and, and have this lavish life. I'm not saying all women do this, but there are some expectations that could be unrealistic. And I even put down here that we men, even there's there's some unrealistic expectations spiritually. We don't worship the same as y'all. <laughs> I'm saying. Sometimes I'll be sitting at church and I just be. And if my hands don't be raised. You know what I'm saying? I'm not singing. I'm just I'm just reflecting on it. Like, I worship differently. I'm a reflector when it comes to worship. Right. I'm not really a... If my hands come up, ooh, I'm... Ooh. Ooh. It hit me. But yeah, I just be sitting there just reflecting like, wow, this is... God is good. So sometimes there's some right. spiritual expectations. Well, you should be... You should know a thousand scriptures. You Why you not worshiping? Why... And you forcing your husband down to the altar. He's like, man, I ain't ready to join this church yet. <laughs> I'm not ready to pray in tongues yet. You need to pray in tongues. Mm. Hey, man. Give us grace to grow. That's all I'm That's saying. an important one, and that's, like, one of the biggest things, man, that why I love my wife and why I appreciate her is because she gave me grace, man. Like, and we talk about, you know, <clears throat> you should, you know, why you should stay single. You know, hey, don't get married until... You know these things are in place x y and z and some and if you have the opportunity to do that that's great sometimes you know you might get married without all those things in place okay that's right that was probably me like <laughs> when i got married i was only 23 24 years old look man i'm gonna just be honest like i wasn't ready i wasn't a leader i wasn't ready to lead 
so you know there were things that and it wasn't major stuff like you know i was not cheating on my wife i knew not to do that you know I, i was working my job but like the man that i am today i was not operating on that level back then you know sometimes i would forget to pay a bill sometimes you know something would be wrong on the car and i'm you know i'm driving along and i'm not you know handling it like i need to handle it and my wife would see these things and she wouldn't like beat me over the head about it like you know like i'd be like hey babe i think i messed this one up like i remember specifically like messing something up i can't even remember what it was and i was like babe i think i messed up and she did not beat me over the head over it she was like that's okay we'll get it or whatever and it's like she just i just, i don't know like deep down somehow i think she just knew i gotta give them time and i don't know how she had that wisdom but she did <clears throat> like i gotta give them time to grow into this our responsibility as a man is a big responsibility like we're big responsible one. to god for the oversight of our entire family we're responsible to god for our wife we're responsible to god for our children and we you know so it's a great responsibility so have patience and have grace towards you know your man let him let him make mistakes mistakes are how you grow mistakes are how you get better so those mistakes are how he's going to learn how to grow into the leader and uh, the leader of the household that god needs him to be so god's working on you know god has a plan marriage you know like we say you know you want to have a purpose and you want your your spouse to have a purpose and you guys are working that purpose together and that's great but it ain't always going to be smooth and perfect sailing like you know what i mean god has a specific plan and that plan might include some ups and downs some hills some valleys you know so just know that it might not always be pretty but just have the patience and the grace to to stand by your man as he goes through the the growing pains that come with becoming that's a leader. right that's that's that you couldn't have said it better than that bd growing pains i know when i became a husband there were some insecurities one thing you cannot control is the rising of insecurities you can control what you do with the insecurities though so you man <clears throat> it's hard out here and, and i can speak for a black man you know like there are certain pressures that 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 are unnecessary at times like everywhere i walk into i know i'm a six foot two 260 pound black male with a beard and bald headed see what i'm saying to some groups i'm intimidating you see what i'm saying and and sometimes we, we navigate all these different pressures and sometimes that leads us to missing the mark sometimes and grace is the greatest pasture for people to grow if y'all have grace for each other and you understand that you got a good-hearted man a man that has a good heart who handles his responsibilities but also is just now becoming familiar and juggling everything that's one thing i appreciate my wife like i was like yo i'm juggling a lot i'm juggling being a husband i'm juggling being a minister i'm juggling being an entrepreneur i'm juggling being a creator i'm juggling being a son i got nieces and nephews you know i go get into their story that i'm juggling too i got extended family i got response like i I got work i got i deal with kids who have uh emotional social issues that's a lot that's a lot and so when you give a person that's trying to get because there's gonna come a point where he gets used to it but he needs that grace because if he has the unnecessary extra pressure coming from you, he's going to drop a lot more things than he would if you gave him grace. 
If you want him to juggle the things as best as he can, give him grace, give him support, give him care, give him understanding. But if you want him to start dropping the ball at his job, dropping the ball out here, dropping the ball everywhere, put unnecessary expectations and pressure on him. And he's going to start dropping stuff that he would have never dropped if there was grace and understanding. We're also, we're only talking about good, God-fearing, hell their responsibilities men. Okay? Also... <clears throat> a lot of these points, like a lot of the, pretty much all the points that we're talking about today, apply both ways. Like they apply to That's men, true. and you know, you can they can be vice versa for women as well. Like right now in this episode, we're talking about things that you know you need to know about men. So I just want to make sure because sometimes people listen and they just hear it, and this is the only episode they listen to, and they think, well, this is sure seems like it's one sided. That this particular episode, that's what we're talking about. Okay. And I be want, and it let me tell y'all, ways, a lot of these points. Yeah. And let me tell y'all, man, like you know, we appreciate your comments, but comment after you watch the full episode, because <laughs> about time some of the stuff that y'all are concerned about, we get to. It's a long episode. You know, we appreciate the comments. We love y'all. We love it, but understand that we do our best to thoroughly give you what y'all need and if what we didn't say in this episode we have over 37 more <laughs> that we probably said the flip side to all right so next one right. um number five and i still have eight more to go and we're not going to get to all these we'll do a part two number five we don't like stereotypes we are not like all men you know what that means I don't care what type of man you was around. I don't care if all the men acted like that. That don't got nothing to do with me. They don't got nothing. I don't care. I don't, I don't care who your daddy was. I don't care what your uncle did. I don't care what the men in your. I don't care. That ain't got nothing. Don't don't make me pay for the sins of the people of the men in your past. In your past, I'm not your ex. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm talking about as far as men. We're not your ex. We're talking about good men. We're not We're not the bad men in your life. We are good guys. You see what I'm saying? And so what happens is if you come in with that mindset of stereotypes and you feel like all men are a certain type of way, now you got extra eyes on your man. Now your man's walking on eggshells. Now your man feels like he everything he does is wrong or he's guilty until proven innocent. We Listen. Get all the stereotypes, all the toxic things about men that you have heard in the past from hurt women or uh, poor examples of men. Erase those. Give your man a clear slate to reveal who he is and what God is doing through him because we're not like those men in your past. Don't stereotype men. Have a clear slate for your man to prove to you who he is and, and know that when that man gives you who he is, believe it. But do not allow the fears or the or the issues and the failures of the men in your past put unnecessary fear and pressure on your man because we're not like those men. And that's all I got for that. I have nothing to add. It's good. Because because sometimes, man, and we understand that, that a lot of you ladies suffer for PTSD. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Y'all had some really strong post-traumatic stress. Like, y'all went through some bad stuff, but, but, but give that bad stuff to God. Let him refurbish you. Let him renew you. Let him give you a renewed understanding and perspective about a man. Because what's going to make a man not want to, a good man not want to deal with you is if, you, if he feels like you're comparing him to the men that hurt you. 
Don't and don't wait. Don't don't be like, well, it took him five. My last man, he now now I gotta I gotta now you're not free until you overcome the five years of what I did, what I had to go through this other man. Meaning, <clears throat> this man did you dirty for five straight years. Now that man has to go through five years of audits. Because you're like, well, well, he was good to me until year five. He was good. No, no, no. Let that let, let that man live free from the failures of the past men in your life. What I will say is it goes back to our episode of why you should stay single. If you are still suffering from, you know, PTSD, if it, as Josh calls it, like you shouldn't even be on the dating scene. Like you should be spending time with God, getting putting that work in, getting that healing so that. Because what's going to happen is you're going to be out here trying to date. You're going to meet the right guy. A good guy is going to come along and be trying to do the right thing. And because you haven't healed from those past situations, <clears throat> you're going to run off a good guy that God put in your life, you know, to be a blessing to you. You're going to mess it up. So don't even be trying to date if you still are suffering from some hurt that you experienced in a previous relationship or from negative experiences that you saw growing up in your household like you got to give like josh said give that to god and get healed from that before you even think about you know trying to entertain a relationship with another man because you're gonna you're gonna mess it up yeah and we understand y'all been through a lot but god is enough for all that that you've been through what we cannot handle is what God can handle. Do not, uh, don't put unnecessary emotional baggage on the shoulders of a man. There are certain weights and certain issues that only God can handle. We can't handle it. One thing, one thing about a good guy, we will leave you if we're dating you. <laughs> not married. If we're dating you and it feels like this is too much for me to bear, we out. We don't, we don't got time because we know we're not Jesus. Last but not least, and then we'll do the second half. We'll do a part two another time. We don't always want or think about sex. Good one. We don't always want it or think about it. So you sitting there thinking that we're thinking about it, but we're not even thinking about sex. And when the older we men get, the more responsibilities we have, we're not going to be the jackrabbits <laughs> that you think we are. And sometimes a lot of ladies come into marriages and relationships and be like, Oh, I know you just want this. You want this three times a day, don't you? No. No. Not that we don't want it because <laughs> no. it is it is such a delicacy. It is de it, it is delightful. But sex in marriage is work. Making love, we talked about that in another video. Making love is work. Especially if you now now listen, now if we rich and we got the beach, I bet you we probably give you more sex then. But when we in the trenches, and bills do. And I'm out here working. And I'm trying to be financially stable. And I'm creating. Man, about 10 o'clock. And you over here. <laughs> and one thing about wives. You know what I'm saying? It ain't always on demand, fellas. And so, ladies, you got to understand that when a man wants it, give it to him then. <laughs> if you wait about a good 15, 20 <laughs> that man be asleep. I thought you wanted this. I did 25 minutes ago. <laughs> you stupid. But what I'm saying hey, is... Man, is I be telling my wife, man. <clears throat> like, look. <laughs> two, three times a day, every day? Hey, check it out. I'm grinding <laughs> right now, right? Yeah. I'm grinding. You know, 
when I get to the point where I ain't got to work for the man no more, when I'm just working for me, yeah. when I'm, you know what I mean? When I get up in the morning when I want to get up and Ooh. somebody not telling me when to get up, Ooh. you can get it. Girl, Ooh. you can get it every day. Girl, girl. That's, that's why I'd be like, just wait. <laughs> girl, girl, just, 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 just wait. Just wait, girl. Just wait. Just wait till I get us free from the man. Just wait you know till I mean? when I can wake up when I want to and I see you over there. I'm going to be like a lion in the bush. And I'm going to And then exactly. you're going to be like, oh, I understand. That's what the good guys try to tell you. When you got a man that's grinding, he wants to grind, but he don't. He he wants a better grind. Woo-hoo! He, want, he wants that surfboard. He wants... He wants he wants that greater grind. That greater It's hard to really get into sex when you know you in the grind. Right. Like you want to have sex but you be like, "Man, my back hurts. <laughs> my head hurts. I'm tired. My eyes is heavy. Knees weeks. Arms I got to go to work tomorrow." Yeah. When somebody tell me to and do what they tell me <laughs> to do and leave when they tell me to leave, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. Look, I don't feel as as much of a man as I'm a feel. Hey, hey you know, ladies, ladies, we just like you. Sex is mental for us. <laughs> exactly. Sex is mental for us. Like the reason why we was all sexual before we got married, because we ain't had no responsibility. <laughs> we had no, our minds was clear. We we, oh, <laughs> we didn't have exactly. no responsibility. When I was at my exactly. mama's house, what is there to think about? There's a bunch of stuff to think about with you. You know, when I when I'm at my own place and I don't got no I don't got no other responsibilities, I don't got nothing else. Exactly. Man, sex I'm is still mental. Going to this nine to five when I'm single, but if if I lose the nine to five, <clears> it's just me. It's just so me. I'm not really See, trusting what, the nine to five what, like that. When I get disrespected by somebody at job, if I'm single, I can slap them and lose a job and get another right. one. If I slap somebody I and I'm another. married, I can't come home to you He's until I get another job. Kids suffering. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So it's a lot of mental stress that we go through as men that blocks that sexual uh, uh, um, uh, thing that you thought we was going to be like. But when we become mentally clear mm. and we our own boss and you the boss lady and you, yeah. you are you are you trying to run errands today? Oh, you, <laughs> you, you don't got nothing to do. You only you got, got nothing to do. You, don't got, you only got one thing. You only got one errand. You see what I'm saying? Then you're going to be like, get off of me. You crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be on and popping. Yeah. Man. Yeah. you be like, he always on me now ever since he a boss. Hey, <laughs> you're right. Sex yeah. is mental for us when we marry because, listen. It's the same thing. The same with, like, with women. Sometimes y'all don't be in the mood, you know, if certain emotional needs are not met or if. You know, certain bills, the, the bills are not paid or you don't feel safe, you don't feel secure. It's the same way with us, but it's just different, you know, values and things that are important to us. And if those things aren't in place, then, you know, hey, it's, I mean, we still don't want it, but maybe. Yeah, not, we're not as often as you thought we would. Exactly. And, and also, like, man, don't, don't waste just sex, 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 yeah. sex, sex all day, every day. Like, no, nah. we think about a lot of other things, especially a good guy who's handling his responsibilities. we got other things on our mind. If your man wants sex from you all the time and he's not rich, you better question it. Facts. Be- because I'm like, something's off. You got too much. You got too much free time. Either you either you rooted in lust or you don't, you don't got no time. You see what I'm saying? When your man is out here grinding, he's grinding for a better grind. That's right. 
So those are the six points that we're going to give you today. We have about maybe seven more to go. Um, I could do rapid fire, but for the sake of Brennan's um, buns, we got to keep this podcast going. So make sure you stay on the lookout for part two. I know we got a bunch of part ones out there. <laughs> I know we got a bunch of part ones. We're going to come back to them. We're going to come back to them. But we want to give y'all what y'all need and give y'all the insight and the tools you need as women, as men. I know there's a lot of guys like, man, y'all was talking about cheating last week. What about, listen, this? see, we're going to get to, we're going to get to everybody. We're going to serve everyone, all the good guys and good gals of the Good Guys Podcast. So stay tuned. That's right. All right. So we're going to keep it moving to a segment that is a fan favorite. And we haven't done it in a little while. We're going to bring it back. It's One's Gotta Go. Ooh, that's a good one. We've got a good one today. Right up my alley. Because there are times in a man's life, Josh, mm. when he may not have access to the finer delicacies That's right. that one enjoys when his funds are mm. on point. Mm. Okay? There comes a time when your funds are low. We did it we we did a whole episode about the called The Struggle is Real, about struggle mills. Because sometimes you don't have the bread like you, you know? Sometimes you might be in between jobs. Yeah. Okay? Sometimes, you know, you might be a little behind. You gotta, you still got to eat. Still got to eat. And if you're a good guy like us, you still got to eat good. You still got to eat good. It may not, it may not be, come. but it's still going to be good at its level. The best of the level that we're at. Exactly. So today we're going to talk about... <clears throat> Struggle sandwiches. Mm. One of these four struggle sandwiches has to go. Ooh. All right. So the first sandwich is all reliable. It's the PB and J. Peanut butter and jelly. Mm. All right. The second, we've got the fried bologna sandwich. Mm. The third sandwich, the grilled cheese. Classic. And the fourth, and perhaps the most struggliest (coughs) of them all, (laughs) the syrup sandwich. Go to for the for for the for the young rev back in the day. The JE special. Joshua Ezzy, one of these four struggle sandwiches has to go. The, the the funny thing about the struggle sandwich mm-hmm. is that there's a gourmet version of each of them. Mm. Okay. You see what I'm saying? There's a gourmet version of each of them. So it's hard for me because even though these were struggle sandwiches, mm-hmm. oh, when you elevate in the different status of manhood, we find a way to gourmet them. To gourmet these sandwiches. <laughs> because some something about a man who's been through the struggle is hard to let. You can take a man out of the struggle, but some of the struggle sandwiches you can't take out of the man. Let's start okay. with the first one. Peanut butter and jelly. The struggle version of the PBJ. Okay. Thin layers. Very thin. Very thin. Because we got to make bread. one thing about peanut butter and jelly. That thing can stretch. Stretch. Man, when I was going to school, 
You know what I'm saying? And I didn't. And I went to the private schools because when I went to the elementary schools, we had free lunch, so we was good. But when I started to go to these private schools, man, PB and J, these struck like PB and J was every day, like automatic. And, and I'm like, bro, like I, I enjoyed it back then, but them layers was so thin. You, you, your mom, your mom was like, like she was laying concrete, like finishing the layer <laughs> of the concrete, and then she scrapes the rest back into the can, and back in the canister. I'm like, mama, leave yeah. some more of that on there. Mama, what you doing, mm-hmm. boy? This gotta last <laughs> us. I'm like, ma, that ain't even a layer. And then, I, and, but but when I got when I became when I became a teen, I started trying. My mom used to get mad at me when I used to make my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. She's like, "Boy, what you doing? Like you got a job? You making peanut butter and jelly sandwich like you pay the bills around?" <laughs> mm. So that's that was the struggle version of the PB and J. But boy, now okay. the PB and J now, yeah, yeah, levels, right? I. St- one layer. Mm-hmm. Two layers. <laughs> I do two mm-hmm. layers of peanut butter. Okay. And jelly, I just be globbing it up. I let, I let it jig. I, I slap it on that bread so the jelly jiggling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Are we still talking oh. about <laughs> Listen, you know a man <laughs> by his sandwiches. So did I slide that thing? And let that be. And when I put the sandwich together, I see the different colors. See, as when you mm-hmm. was a kid, the the you know the peanut butter jelly I had. See, mm-hmm. back when I was growing up, we didn't even have exclusive individuals. We had oh, that peanut yeah. butter and jelly that was together. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? That was the worst peanut butter and jelly ever. That, but my mom was like two for one. I never had that. Oh, of, I, of course like, that you never had that. That it, it was extremely no, nasty. No, the jelly was uh, the jelly just had a w- weird taste to it. Right, like it has to. Hey, bro, it was the worst because why? Why oil and sugar mixing like this in the same? Right. Like they should mix on a sandwich, but they should not be stored together. I used to hate when my mom when she because in the beginning it was just peanut butter and jelly, it was a big thing of peanut butter and a mid sized jelly. But then when she saw that, I was like, man, we treading again. <laughs> it ain't oh man yeah we did tax season is over dang but now the gourmet version of the peanut butter and jelly i see the, i can see the bread i can see the peanut butter i can see the jelly i can see the bread all in their exclusive layers okay the next sandwich what was it bd mm-hmm. oh the fried bologna the fried bologna mm. my mom guided me through this, she said, "Man, take that red strip off the peanut, off the bologna. Take the strip off. Cut the slits. Because mm. when you put it in the pan, you don't want the heat to boil in the middle and not cook the bologna evenly. That's right. That's right. And I love the slight burntness of it. The and edges. When, the edges was burnt, BD." Mm. That's all you got, and you had a cold thing. No, 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 no. When my mom used to put the cheese on top of that bologna while it was in the pan, and the cheese was just and the cheese was just burning on the side. I'm sitting up on the stove, boy. Get back from the stove, but I'm like, no, I just wanna, I just, I just wanna see what's going on. 
<laughs> then when she got the spatula and put that, ooh, I, I knew my mom was in her bag when she buttered the bread. <clears throat> when my mom used to put the butter on the bread, put the sandwich and the cheese and then the bread on top and then put it back in the skillet and let that thing cook. Ooh. That's good eating right That's there. good eating. Mm. I didn't know how bad the quality of the meat and cheese was. And that girl in the yellow, was the yellow dress of the bread? What's the name of that bread that poor people always got? The girl was on the, oh, I forgot who I was talking to. Let me look this bread. Nah, I don't got time to look this bread up. All, every person who's been through the struggle know what this bread except for Brandon. Brandon's been getting nature's own. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon was getting all. <laughs> Brandon was getting all the exclusive breads, bro. Man, every bread I got was under a dollar. Or a dollar twenty-nine. And, you know, sometimes we get the discounted bread that's been dented up. That's nothing worse when your mom brings. Oh no no no! When you, that's why I had to be careful with the bread. Cause if you dent that bread up, you got a whooping, bro. Third oh, sandwich. Fight. Oh, the gourmet version of that mm-hmm. is when you turn that thing into a breakfast sandwich. Whew. Mm-hmm. You oh, remove the bologna. No need for the bologna when you gourmet. You get that split sausage. You cut that sausage and then you split it and, and it it has wings now. It was once a caterpillar. And then when you open and gave it wings and you fried in the pan. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's the gourmet version of that. Okay. The grilled cheese. The government cheese didn't melt as good as regular no. cheese. So you, it, it didn't melt at all. It didn't melt at all. What you know about government cheese? Hey, I was on food stamps <clears throat> four or five years ago. Oh, four or five. Everybody was on food stamps four or five years ago. Once you came out of college, we're talking about food stamps when you was a child. <laughs> no, <laughs> BD, BD. When I when mom, I'm like mom. Why are you even cutting the cheese, grilled cheese? Have you know it ain't gonna be no cheese stretching in this. <laughs> ain't gonna be no cheese. Ain't gonna be no I, all that stuff. I see. I'm over there watching the TV shows. I uh, wish I could have a <clears throat> mama. Why cheese don't do that? <laughs> why cheese don't do that? <laughs> mama, why when I bite into my cheese, it, it just flakes? Like, <laughs> and my mom had a nerve to cut the grilled cheese and have like it's gonna do that. I'm like, ma, the cheese still cold, ma. The bread is good, but the cheese ain't melted. Boy, eat that grilled I don't cheese. Know what that thing is? That ain't cheese, bro. It will not melt. I used to have experiments. Like, what will it take for this cheese to melt? It would not melt. For bro, that. I don't think I had good cheese until like later on in life, <clears throat> when I was a teenager. Like, mm. just like I didn't have, we didn't have our 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 spaghetti sauce was ketchup. <laughs> I'm like, mom, my mom got noodles. She got the ground beef. And my mom, I'm like, oh, we got spaghetti today. And then she slides that Heinz over. And I'm over here. I'm over here like this. Man, I, I made a ketchup. Man, I got a. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't be laughing for that. My mom, when I started going to Cramington, I was staying with, with the white families. And they over here cracking cans like this. 
and they got mm. sauces like that. I said, Mama, what's this sauce? That look like, like tomatoes and stuff in there. Tomatoes. They over there chopping tomatoes. And I, you know what I'm saying? That's when, the, this when me and my mom was going through struggle, struggle. I thought I thought spaghetti was was ketchup sauce. You know what I'm saying? And then my mom's sending me the Parmesan little packets where we just had to, you know, you know. But yeah, the grilled cheese. If you got to use ketchup, like you just shouldn't even try. To That's why I'm like, there's no need to even make. Just make like, there's no need. Turn that ground beef that you made for spaghetti. Make burgers. Like there's. You know what I mean? Like just don't even do it. Just don't even try to call it. Like, Look, we're not having spaghetti. We're not having we're spaghetti. Not having I'm like, I'm over here just like, wow, look, spaghetti. Your kids are going to go somewhere and they're going to have some real spaghetti. And they're going to look at you like you've been lying. To them. And they're going to they're gonna look at you like this. Baby, what's wrong? You ain't miss me? Give your mama a hug. Ma, how you going to send me out here into the real world thinking that spaghetti is some goddamn noodles with some ketchup, Mom. Got me looking crazy. You got me out here looking all kind of crazy out here, Mom. Mama, you got me looking crazy with these, in front of these white folk. I'm up there with these white people, and I'm telling them this ain't spaghetti, and they up here laughing at me. I'm telling them you're supposed to have ketchup in it. They're telling me, what the heck are you doing eating spaghetti with ketchup? Ma, come on and now. I'm up here like, you know what I mean? My whole life is a lie now. Ma, what else you lied to me about? Like, you, my mom used to lie you to me. You me eating a... If you don't have me eating a struggle meal, I need you to at least be honest with me. We need transparency here, okay? All right? If you give me struggle spaghetti, I need you to let me know. that. Let me know. Like, hey, when you go around those white people, you go around those rich people, they're going to have Prego. Okay? But as far as our house right now, we have Hans. Okay? Just keep it a buck. Just keep it a buck with me. That's all I ask. Man, I remember when I went to their house, man. I know. And I went to their house, man, and they had the bacon, the type of... I was like, bacon that thick? <laughs> I'm used to bacon being thin and chewy. Man, I ain't never had bacon with the fat. We're talking about the the real bacon. Where it was, it, got, it had a little fat right down the middle. I said, what kind of bacon is this? Man, I was introduced to high <laughs> blood pressure. They was like, that boy could eat... No, this is succulent. <laughs> Man, uh, them struggle meals. You gotta let parents let your kids know this is a struggle meal. We in a struggle season. There you go. I used to wonder why my mom never let us go down the. <laughs> why, why we? Why? Why you never took me down the spaghetti out? You, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, the last but not least, BD never had this. This this is a Coach Josh exclusive. The syrup sandwich. Oh man. You talking about poor? <laughs> That's just poverty right there. <laughs> you didn't have no bologna. You ran out of bologna. <laughs> you don't have no more peanut butter, no more jelly. Man. Yo, yo, mom, y'all just used the last cheese yesterday. <laughs> you okay. in a bad spot, yo. <laughs> so you looking at that drawer, and all you got left is two things of bread. And syrup left. Because one thing about being poor, you don't really get pancakes often. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that syrup lasts a while. So what you do is you get the bread, spread the syrup. You can do whatever. You can take your time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's got a lot of time. You're not prep. There's not much meal prep. Right. Get the other piece of bread. Man, it was it was a sweet dele- delicacy. It was crazy how they communicated this to me as if this was like something... 
to work towards. Like, you want a surf sandwich today, son? You better be good. <laughs> <coughs> I'm sorry. Did you just bribe me with a syrup sandwich? When you a kid. <laughs> two it, pieces it, of bread. Two pieces of bread and some syrup. I'm like, man, I, I was a good boy today. That was just our mom and dad. Our mom was like, my mom. Yeah, of course you would. Where's the French? Mom, mom. Where's the French toast? Is this French toast, mom? Mom, what, what kind of French toast is this? I'm not eating this. French toast. French toast. French toast. Yeah, that was that was the hood version. Two slices of bread. That was the hood version of French toast. Better sprinkle some cinnamon on this, mom. See, bro. See. See, look at you, look at you. <laughs> Surf sandwich man was amazing. I won't do it now. Sounds disgusting. It's it is disgusting now. It is disgusting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And most of that bread, that's the last bread. So you, I remember when we we were so poor, you had to, your mom be like that bread still good. Just remove the moldy parts. <laughs> no. You know, no, nah, I'm just joking. But no, that happened like a couple of times. You just had to pull out the sides. The mold would be on the sides. Yeah, you're not joking. Listen, man. Listen, bro. Coach, hey, coach went through either it. That or... Either that or you eating air. And, and I was so poor, I envied the cartoon characters that could think of their food and bring it out of their think bubble. I used to be mad like, God, why can't I not think of a good meal and pull it down and eat it? I was so hungry. That was many nights I was hungry. I used to go to my mom. Mom, I'm hungry. Like, I'm hungry. And I used to hear the stories like, you ain't starving. Go back to sleep. <laughs> go drink you some water. And even if, as a kid, I couldn't even sneak and get food because there was no food there to sneak to go get. <laughs> you know how it is when you be like, oh, I'm hungry. Petey was like, yeah, I got plenty of Swiss rolls in the, in the cupboard. You open the cupboard doors. You see, back in the hood, we only had one door. BD, <laughs> looking up to the top, chips, <laughs> crackers, pastries, little Debbie's. Do I want cereal, oatmeal? Like you, like you really was that. I can see that. I can see you being a little boy in your little blue shorts and 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 a, and a little uh, little tie dye shirt and a hat on backwards. <clears throat> sitting there for 10 minutes making decision. I open up my cupboard. It's nothing but cans of beans. <laughs> that was my decision. That was my decision. Beans. Pinto beans. Pinto beans. Baked beans. Black eyed peas. Rice. We, we Our cupboard was full of... We was... <laughs> we, we were so poor, bro. We Our cupboard was full of stuff that lasts. Rice. Beans. Anything that was perishable, we didn't get. <laughs> Grits. Bruh, I used to hate when I used to go to your house, bruh, and I used to see y'all's cupboard and see the see the bountiful blessings that y'all was walking in <laughs> of a two-parent home. <laughs> bruh, when I used to go to my house, I was like, y'all have a TV guide channel? You mean to tell me in a, in a poor house, we only had like six channels. And it was nothing worse than your movie that you really want to watch comes on and it's 10 minutes left. But with the TV Guide channel, oh, that's oh that's coming on again in two hours. <laughs> anyway, which one of these got to go? <clears throat> Woo. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. I would have to, peanut butter and jelly staying. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And you better not, BD. You better not say peanut butter and jelly got to go. PB and oh. J stand. Ooh. Hmm. That's a tough one. Mm-hmm. That means I have to get rid of the gourmet version, too. Um. The syrup sandwich has to go. <laughs> it's time to let that okay. part of my life go. <laughs> it's time to let that part of my life go. The syrup sandwich, because I, I'm I, I make enough money. No matter how much I tread, I still can get some pancakes. I may not get my like today. I went to Whole Foods and got my organic sprouted um, pancake mix. <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> got my organic. Maple, real maple syrup. I did not realize. I didn't know that syrup and maple syrup were two totally different things till last year. Are you serious? Yeah, that syrup that you get, great value. Aunt Jemima's not syrup. It's not maple syrup. It's syrup like sugar, and it, but it's not maple. It's not real maple syrup. Oh, I don't think anyone else thought it was, Josh. That's clearly. The hood, listen, bro, that's what happens, man. In the hood, we don't got time to read ingredients. Mom, it says syrup on the front. Syrup. <laughs> man, when I got real maple syrup like two years ago, and I'm like, why is this syrup so runny? I had to stop. I'm like, hold up, I'm at half the bottle. What? Put some of that syrup back in. Regular syrup, you'd be like, Give me that. Give me all of that high fructose. Nah, man, I want that. I want that stuff from the maple tree. Syrup sandwich has to I go, hate man. Maple syrup. Huh? I hate maple syrup. I know it don't taste like regular syrup, man. Some like my wife be looking at me because she likes the regular syrup. I like maple syrup, and I'd be like, man, yeah, it is a big difference. Maple syrup is like this ain't syrup. Like this ain't how we was brought it's up. Like syrup, but if you like. <laughs> Mix it with a bunch of water. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> man, bro. But hey, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to be diabetic. I don't want to have hypertension. So I just do what I got to do. I'm a civilian. You're a soldier. You can still eat crazy because you got to do all kind of soldier stuff. As a civilian, syrup sandwich has to go, man, because I'm not letting go of peanut butter jelly. Mm-hmm. If I ever got a struggle, it's about what I would have to do if I had to struggle again. That fried bologna sandwich with the cheese, that ooh, that's a delicacy. That's a delicacy. Did you see that video where like they they were on like a legit cooking show and it was a bunch of uh, no offense Caucasian people uh, hooking up a fried bologna sandwiches like they were gourmet, like they just came up with that mess. Man, stop gentrifying our our struggle meals. No, right. don't like, gentrify that. No, don't. Don't glorify it. No. Like, like, only we can glorify Don't take what we had to do and then trying to we flip it to as if y'all came up with this. I, no, y'all went to the hood and was like, oh my, what's that smell? Yeah. Man, gentrifying our struggle meals. And no, I ain't watching that, bro. Man, I'm about to leave a comment. Like, no, no. <laughs> Don't be putting no avocados on our fried bologna. That thorn, that that was funny, man. I was like, they really about to sit up here and act like we ain't been eating that. 
And it wasn't because we thought it was a great idea. <laughs> like, it was because all we had, all we had was, was baloney. baloney. But anyway, I digress. Go ahead. Peanut butter jelly stand. Baloney. Grilled cheese. The reason why grilled cheese is stand is because... Man, when that when that when that toast when that toast is buttered just right and that cheese is melted, and you got some tomato soup or any kind of soup, mm. I'm tearing it up. Man. I'm about to get, make some of these struggle sandwiches. Yeah, now man. That we talk about. I it, wish you was in. Like I've gotten, you know, I've grown up and I've become distinguished, and you know, I, I eat out at restaurants and things like that. But man, when you go back and you really think about these these sandwiches. These things, if you do them right, they hit. They hit. Imagine two good peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. We're talking about thick. I'm talking about where the peanut butter, you... You got... That peanut butter so thick, you got to chew. Now, see, I'm a little different from you with my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I'm very, uh, uh, very detailed and, uh... Okay. I'm open to learn. I'm open to learn. I don't, um... I put a pretty, I put a decent layer of peanut butter, but not. I don't like it like super thick like that. I, but I see, like but see, my peanut butter, I don't do the smooth. I do the crunchy. So what I mean by chewing, I get the crunchy peanut butter. I like the, I like, I like the nutty peanut butter. Yeah, that's pretty gay. Um, so <laughs> with my peanut butter jelly sandwich, I like to. Um, it's important to me to make sure that every inch of the bread. <clears throat> I need to taste in every bite. I feel you. Every single bite. Because a lot of people, they just make the sandwich and then just slather it on there. And then I got this corner over here and I'm just getting straight bread action and I don't want that. I need to take. I need you to take. You t- My wife asked me a couple weeks ago, "Babe, you want me to make you a peanut butter jelly sandwich?" I said, "Absolutely not." No, I don't. I there's certain things we do not trust sandwich. our wives to make. That's one thing you need to understand I about men, ladies. We don't trust you with certain things. No offense. No offense. You know, this is something that I've been doing since I was seven years old. Okay? I have a specific way that I like my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You have not mastered the art of the peanut butter and jelly sandwich as I prefer it. Okay? So, I still love you. Okay? <clears throat> still hang out later. We're cool. <laughs> but I would like to make my own peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yes. Okay? I need every single inch of that piece of bread covered in peanut butter. A nice, not too thick... But a solid layer. Solid. A solid covering. I shouldn't see any texture from the bread in the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Mm-hmm. Okay? Straight peanut butter. Okay? Jelly. Um, I, I want a little bit less jelly than peanut butter. A little bit less jelly. Yeah. Less jelly? Yeah. Oh, no, bro. That's just me. Oh, I feel you. I feel you. I respect it. Your, your sandwich trash, yeah, right? but I respect it. Can I? Can I tell you about my sandwich? Oh, sorry. Are you, you know what I mean? <laughs> sorry, go ahead. A little bit less jelly than peanut butter. What I do, I get some honey. What was that? There's a little honey on I get a little you bit do- of honey. Hold up, BD. I've never heard this before. A little bit of honey. Drizzle that honey over the peanut butter side. BD! Takes it to a whole nother level. No wonder! have no honey growing up yo that is genius bd i'm trying that tomorrow be the best peanut butter and jelly sandwich you ever had because that makes sense because i would do that too if i know i had a honey 
peanut butter, if I had honey peanut butter, mm-hmm. I wouldn't put, I wouldn't put, I shouldn't even question you two, so I, I should let you finish your exegesis of your sandwich. My fault for judging you before the sermon was over. Now I understand mm-hmm. the gospel of the peanut butter and jelly. Now I fully understand mm-hmm. the old and the new there testament mixed in with a little honey. Mm-hmm. I do respect every corner has to be covered. Every corner. But that honey? See, bro, you don't mess me up with the spicy chicken sandwich, bro. I see what you're trying to do. I bet you never put the honey in your peanut butter. You just don't want me to be slim rev, no. You want me to be fat rev. Because if <laughs> no. this, if I bite, you know what? I wish that we could do like I wish we could make our sandwiches and then taste test them here live on the Good Guys podcast. Because I want to bite into that in front of the Good Guys family. Mm-hmm. Anyway, continue with your sandwiches, bro. Peanut butter and jelly stays. Yeah. Uh, the fried bologna sandwich, of course. Whew. That stays. Um, I think we broke that down in pretty good detail. I don't think there's... Yeah, I mean... Yeah, Nothing much to add. That's it. You cut this... Yeah. Uh, grilled cheese. We talked about that. You got to make it right. You got to put... A, there has to be copious amounts of butter on that grilled cheese ain't, sandwich. Man, ain't nothing like... No, you got to have butter on that bread, bro. Look, don't... Look, if you're on a diet... You know, if you're trying to do the slim rev, don't eat a grilled cheese sandwich. Because, like, if you're going to eat a grilled cheese, it, it should not be, it's not going to be healthy. It's not going to okay. be healthy. You got to put a, <clears throat> put that, put a bunch of butter in that pan, get it sizzling just right. You get two pieces of cheese. I said two pieces of cheese. Anything less is blasphemous. Uncivilized. Okay. Two pieces of cheese. You throw that thing in that pan. Woo. Flip it over. Fresh butter for the other side. You, you you got you lift the bread mm. and you drop yes. another thing of butter. Because yes. what drop that detail is very butter. key. Because you thinking no 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 all that bread is soaking up its mm. own butter. You hold that That's you right. hold the sandwich up. Let that butter and then drop it. There you go. Let the other bread soak it up. I, you don't eat it right off the way. You let it sit down for a while. Let that butter rest. Let it cool off. That's right. Oof. But anyway, all of that was uh, just for cinematic purposes. It's served sandwiches got to go. Served sandwiches got to go. Sorry, Josh. We probably should have put another sandwich in there. That was just for storytelling purposes. But that was that sandwich was going to go anyway. That's basically pancakes and French toast. You know what I'm saying? No, it's the not. hood version. Don't even call it that. Yeah. It's the hood version, you know. If your mom didn't want to make pancakes, you serve sandwich. So anyway, serve sandwich has to go. Hop in the comments. Now, <clears throat> let us know. Oh, go ahead. Since serve sandwich is gone, which one of the three gotta go? Mm. Now that's where it gets hard. That's where it gets hard. I think grilled cheese. Oh no, devil, you a lie. Said that come out of my mouth so soon. Wow, this is the toughest one's got to go ever. Because that grilled cheese sandwich hits. That fried... I'm going to say... The fried bologna may have to go. I'm going to say fried bologna. I'm going to say fried bologna. Not because it's like not as delicious, but it's just not as often that I have bologna at my disposal. Like, I always have peanut butter and jelly at the ready. I always got bread and cheese. I always have bread and I've always got cheese. 
So if you if you're telling me that I can't have one of these three sandwiches ever again, I'm gonna pick the one that you know. Yeah, I don't might not. But have BD, be very fridge. careful what you say about a sandwich that you haven't bitten to in a while. It's been a while. Cause that sandwich, right? But there's a reason why it's been a while. When you get it to a certain age, you shouldn't have bologna in your house anymore. You know, like you just shouldn't really have it. So, hmm. yeah, for me, fried fried bologna is gonna have to go. Interesting. Well, Josh. my nugget of truth for today is very simple. Mm-hmm. It's very simple. Okay. Know yourself. And know the opposite sex. You can't you can't fully enjoy or fully embrace what you don't know. Bro. Knowledge is power. Knowledge knowledge is some power. Applied knowledge is full power. Don't just know something. Apply what you know. Seek knowledge and prepare yourself to apply it when you get into a relationship. Or apply it now in your relationship. Do not allow selfishness to sink your relationship. Do not allow false expectations to sink your relationships. Embrace what you know. Now, what you know, don't be don't be just gaining information universally about what you know, because your man may be different than what you heard about men. It may be a bunch of good things you heard about men, but you got to understand that specific man. That you're with. And if you don't have a man right now, if you don't have a lady right now, God knows how to prepare you to be the right person to partner with the person that he's making for you. So give yourself time to mature. Give yourself time to have some experiences. But let me tell you something. Learn from this classroom. Most people learn from the classroom of experience. Smart people learn from their mistakes. Wise people learn from the mistakes of others. Always learn because if you plan to earn plan to learn get to know the opposite sex get to know yourself get to know god get to know the opposite sex so that y'all go you guys can grow together that was probably the worst nugget of truth i've ever given but i hope it has some truth to it okay i, I, I didn't see anything wrong with it but anyway well i'm glad that's all we've got <clears throat> for today uh this episode of the good guys podcast i hope you guys enjoyed the episode okay as always if you enjoy our content okay and you have not done so already, hit that subscribe button and hit the bell so that you get post notifications. Okay? Like the comment. Uh, like our like, like, like the podcast. Hop in the comments. Leave a comment. Okay? <laughs> Share the video uh, if you're seeing it on Facebook or if you're watching the clip on Instagram. Okay? Help us out. Help us help you keep providing you great content. Helping it grow. Um, Josh, you got anything else for the people? That's it, man. That's it. I don't have nothing to say. All right. Well, as always, my name is Brandon Dixon. I am a happily married man, a humble father of four kids, Joshua Hezzy. We're the Good Guys Podcast. We are out. Peace. <laughs>